0: sending the referee back to do the job, that is it. to the Renegade Twins. Congratulations, ladies. Congratulations. Well earned. Gold looks good on you. And we kicking down those
1: we renegades. Welcome back to another episode to of the Face Wrestling Video Podcast. I'm Waldo. I'm the man.
0: I'm Dr. The White.
1: And in episode 32, we're at the Nagoya International Conference Hall on March 3rd for a reported attendance of 675. One of our largest crowds at this point in our timeline and also the first time we've covered a show in this venue. Much like the audience being packed in for this show, so are the matches as all the stops were pulled out for this event. We have two regular singles matches and two tag matches along with the pro wrestling eve international title artists of stardom championships and wonder of stardom championship all being defended this afternoon i say this afternoon because the show kicks off at 12 noon and with the seven matches in store for us and the action that comes with them you know people are ready to watch this something special about this show too there was an event the day before and day of for the fans Matt, can you give us a rundown of what exactly happened here and why this would be
2: right up our alley? So, they did a little video that you can watch in conjunction where they had there was karaoke contests, there were trivia games, there were uh, meet and greets walking around it was like a mini um what do they what do they call the 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 one for wrestlemania where you go in the day before and do all the stuff
1: it's like a wrestlemania like experience access or whatever or yeah yeah
2: access yeah but for stardom it was really cool speaking of which let's plug the one they have coming up soon too
1: oh yeah they do have a meet and greet coming up i don't have it right in front of me or the details but i will put it on the screen yeah, and it's basically just a meet and greet. Everybody's around, uh, opportunity for merch, uh, shake hands, kiss babies, and all that. Great well, it's stuff.
2: like a fancy dinner and dress up, and it's pretty cool.
1: It's a tag match to open the show, and I couldn't be happier. The sisters of Hina and Rina make their return against Leo and Kaori.
2: That's right. You know, as you said, it's the first time for us covering this venue. And Rina says, today we're at Nagoya's International Conference Hall. It's our first time, so it's their first time, too. We want to start the show with an opening match victory. Let's do our best. We then pop over to the Jan locker room where we get the Jan intro, intros before Leo says, it's been a while since I've got the team with Yoniyama-san. Kiona has a title match today, so let's win and bring her momentum. Let's go Jungle Jungle. When the ladies are making their
1: entrance, I thought something was off with my sound on the laptop, but it was the arena due to the entrance music being played slightly louder to fill the bigger venue
2: did you notice the cool thing when the sisters were running down there wasn't anybody down yet so Tam like hauls ass down to make sure somebody was there to hold the ropes open for him nice yeah just little things
1: the lights are on point for me though as the ring is the only thing highlighted here double thumbs up I like that I don't know about y'all but I do like that I could have done with a few more crowd shots because you could really see them packed in as entrances are going on throughout the show as we get the handshakes to start off the match under middle-aged refs watch. You could tell that Mayu guy has realized his whole life has come to this very moment in this venue. His voice carries and the night goes on he only gets more powerful here. Mayugai! He about explodes in the main event too. Yeah. Technical wrestling display to start off between Leo and Hina and the crowd's cheering is reverberating all across the arena. I feel like they should come here more often.
2: It's a, it's a good spot, but I think that's why you don't go there all the time. You keep it special.
1: I can see that. Tag outs and Kaori starts to work the crowd, but Rena outdoes her. Somehow they must have missed the sisters in stardom. Yeah, is Kaori face or heel? Yes, because Leo is face, but Death I mean, or Kaori is a bit heelish in this match.
2: Kaori has been that way for a
1: while now. Oh, I know. Hina tries to help with a double drop kick with Rena, but it's not long before Kaori starts the shenanigans. We get in a headlock in headlock, while also getting a picture in picture. I don't know if it was done intentionally, but it still plays well. It was, it was well done. You can see Tam on the smaller picture-in-picture tell middle Age ref-off over this nonsense. Mm-hmm. Nice takedown from Hina to Leo for a Rena tag-in. Elbow trading back and forth until Leo flattens her. And this allows for Kaori to come in and miss her jumping sit-down that she misses so pretty much perpetually. And it still hurts every time I see it.
2: Yeah, it's like the flare flop.
1: This lets the sisters get in the dropkick train sisters finally found a counter to the clavicle chops and team up for a judo roll into our bars number 64 and number 23 leo with the running double cutter to the sisters off the ropes and kaori landed her jumping sit down into the three on both sisters in 634 good opener and a good match pairing for bringing the sisters back after a little bit the crowd was surprisingly into it for an opener but i think it's a tale of things to come in this arena i still like it by the way
2: yeah it was a fun opener uh quick Paced, fast action. It's what you want from an opener. I got nothing nothing too much more to add.
0: It was impressive to me. I I noted here that they had an impressive double front slam by Leo. Uh, Well executed. The fight itself was decent. I was pretty impressed with the pacing and that the sisters really had a good momentum going. Uh, I enjoyed Yama. She comes off as very animated in this one.
2: Yeah, I think that's a a good thing we didn't really touch on. The sisters are really coming around from an entertainment perspective from these matches. And Leo was showing great technical ability and learnings from it. It It's pretty cool to watch all three of them grow as wrestlers. And Kaori there to help guide them along is is always a plus.
1: Our next match is a singles match that is going to test my abilities in pronunciation.
2: It's Hanan taking on Hana. Mm -hmm. We shoot back to Hanan who says, Today I fight Hana. I know she's terribly strong, but I'm going to set the pace. I want to win. I'll give it all I got. We then get a classic weird Hana promo. We shoot over to Hana who just says, Today it's Hana versus Hanan. Hana versus Hanan. Hana hanan Hana Han. Hana hanan hanan Hana 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 It's confusing. After today, Hanan will become Inchan. Helpful subtitle guy puts in that she'll only get to keep the in at the end of her name.
1: So she will just be known as mm-hmm.
2: Yeah yeah. She'll just be in Okay. <laughs>
1: Hana is straight out for what looks like to be a good opener with Stars members, but she rushes Hana. I'm going with that being a smart move on her part because it shows that while she is acknowledging the mismatch between the ladies, she's trying to use her brains over muscles here.
2: She totally said this in her intro that she was going to try to set the pace and they start from the get-go with Starlight and Tam opening the curtains for her as she can just run. And Saki's trying to hold the ropes open so she can just get in there as quickly as possible. And Hanan just even slides under that. She was like wasting no time.
1: So wait, Saki didn't hold the ropes correctly and it tripped her up or slowed her down? No, around? no, no.
2: Saki was holding the ropes correctly. <laughs> but Hanan was like, I don't even need this. I'm just here to to fight.
1: Well, brains didn't last too long as Hana is quick to turn things around and get the bow and arrow in on Hanan. Take note, Bobby, because this one was textbook.
2: Shout out to Bobby. She's showing up in NXT now. Shout out to Bobby.
1: We get the single boot taunting spot in the ropes and Hanna is working the crowd while working Hanan at the same time. Out of the corner and there was a rough looking hair throw spot from Hana to Hanan. Well done, ladies. Big boot to Hanan's face the couple of times she tries to get a comeback going until Hana elbows her into tomorrow. Hana gets slightly overconfident as Hanan is able to get four or five judo throws and leg sweeps into armbar number twelve. But her strength just isn't there as Hana is able to cup her hands together and slam her into the corner after a pickup from the mat. Nice running drop kick from Hanan to Hana, but boots to the face says otherwise after Hana gets up. The elbow flurry didn't work out as expected as Hana gets into the full-on jumping kick with both feet into Hanan, that, look, it just looked like a million bucks. Just well done. Mm-hmm. Pin trading back and forth between them and Hanan sneaks in some very close ones here. I thought we had our first pin mess up in stardom, but I had to rewind this a couple of times and check it. Hanan did break the count, but it has to be the closest break we've seen to this point in our reviews. Like me, Hanna is surprised as well. Yeah. From the top, Hanan jumps out of the way and goes for a surprise judo pin. And this one was close too. Torque wrench in the middle of the ring that turns into a modified arm bar slash puller that gets the submission
2: at 725. Yeah, like legit seemed like she was trying to break her arm there.
1: A couple of things to take note in this match for me. Hana is on her way to the top and she doesn't even have to keep doing matches on the card. Yeah. I think this goes to show how willing she is to be a team player even more so by letting Hanan come out second for the bigger focus. Thumbs up. Mm-hmm. And before I hand this over to you, Matt, I'm going to admit it now. When I saw the card for this match, I thought it was Hana without a doubt and no trouble at all. But these ladies pulled off a great match of suspension, and if this doesn't get my match at the night, it will definitely be my honorable mention for going above and beyond expectations while also having both ladies wrestle great too.
2: Yeah, they did a really good job in the buildup of this, of making you believe that, Honan could win and it kept you on the edge of your seat. Even before the bell rung, it, it was just off and run into the races. So like really good, awesome choice to follow the, the fun opener with a more serious kind of match but still keep that intensity up.
1: I know you can't see it because we're doing audio with the stardom video on top of this, but I'm actually getting dirty looks from Dr. My Wife right now because I keep using terms like torque wrench. If there was only some reason why she she would be giving me these dirty looks. I mean, it's not like she's training to be some sort of personality or something like that in some sort of wrestling school, or is there?
0: As far as I was uh, uh, concerned, my perspective on it was that Hanan was quite revved up and ready to go. There were lots of solid drop kicks as she got in. She didn't even let Hana finish getting ready before she even started. Uh, this is pretty vicious. Is is there any type of revenge story going on that I didn't catch up on?
2: Not yet. I think it's just the, the hungry young star wants to try to... Overcome the, the more established crafty, star. More established star, yeah.
0: Well, as always, amazing. Hana executed uh, the bow and arrow really good. The icing on the cake was in and is uh, that Hana is nonchalantly chewing gum and walks off blowing bubbles when she wins. is uh, not shy to return to the, return the brutality that she received at the beginning of the match. Uh, lots of quick thinking on the judo takedowns and the Russian leg sweeps uh, on Hanan's end. Every time I see Hannah stomps, it's like watching a big cat pounce, so she's really precise. She crouches down before she strikes, and she really takes her time before she actually lets that explode with intensity. Uh the submission moves at the end were really well done. She just seemed to catch Hanan off guard while she attempted to get all those pin attempts in uh and then Hanan just kind of rolls her eyes, walks off, and I guess flips off the ref when she gets her win. I'm not sure if you guys saw that oh yeah, no, I
2: did yeah, yeah i i like I like your reference to her being like a like a big cat ready to pounce like those that that's a good explanation for Hanen in this match. Sorry, I had to make sure I said Hanen. Wrestling needs more big cat, pouncy people. Maybe even some from outer space. Space Tiger Jr. Our next match sees QQ.
1: Azumi and Konami take on Jan of Natsuko and Gorilla.
2: Yeah, we shoot over to the Jan locker room where they do the Jan intros. And Natsuko is happy. She says, we didn't mess that up. That's good. We're at the Nagoya International Conference Hall and it's your first time here, Saya. Saya so says, yes, first time. Natsuko says, your first time here and our first time to tag. We'll be filling things out as we take on Konami and Azumi. Those guys have been teaming for about a year now. They're a strong team, but we'll figure out how to end up on top. Okay, let's do it. We then shoot over to the QQ locker room where Konami's on the mic saying, Today we're in Nagoya against two members of Jan. Momo, B, and Atami all have title matches. Let's give them momentum. We'll do our best. Let's go. So just really quick fast to the point from both sides, pretty much.
1: I like how Natsuko pushed Gorilla ahead. There seems to be a big push for the newer wrestlers on this show. Mm-hmm. Introduction's out of the way and we have Old Ref out for this match. The bell rings and Izumi has the crowd under her control and Old Ref is not amused. It's Azumi trying to pull Natsuko off the ropes. Nope, it's Azumi going for a running crossbody. Nope, Natsuko just body slams her and splashes her for a quick two count to get Gorilla tagged in. You can tell that Gorilla is still learning, But it's still strange knowing that Izumi is the veteran in this situation. Konami has just taken her time with Gorilla. But that's not to say the Gorilla doesn't try to get in some offense. She does it for a good minute or two, but she did try. When she finally does, Natsuko makes it a point to come in and help amplify it. And we get a good display of it as she body slams Izumi and Konami out of the corner. She misses her following body splash on the two of them, but does connect with a spear right after. Konami with armbar number 82. As Natsuko is running to Konami in the ropes, we get modified armbar in the ropes number 4. Azumi's tagged in, and she's just flying around Natsuko everywhere. Natsuko responds with brute force and spinebusters her down to the mat. Azumi is down long enough for Gorilla to get tagged in, but the elbow games gets overplayed as Azumi has had enough of it. Strange reverse test of strength here. I have 1140 marked on my time sheet. It was basically a test of strength, but their backs are
2: to each other. Yes, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it done before.
1: Natsuko gets an axe handle to Azumi's chest to assist Gorilla, but I kind of wanted to see where this went. Yeah. Gorilla's weird pin for a two, not the strangest pin of the night. As Azumi and Gorilla roll around the ring for perpetual roll-ups. It's
2: a perpetual motion machine.
1: Swinging mule kick from Azumi to Gorilla, and I heard the thud on that one. Followed by stereo drop kicks that lets Azumi land a nice looking suplex. Konami keeps Natsuko distracted for Azumi to go up top for the double foot stomp, and that gets the three with the following pin in seven ten. Really good match that kept the theme of pushing the younger talent tonight while also keeping a good match going in the ring. Konami and Natsuko just eased off the match and only got in when they were absolutely needed, while Izumi did some learning to Gorilla.
2: Yeah, it didn't feel like seven minutes. I'm a little bit shocked that you said that's how long it was because they pulled you in pretty quickly and just kept going. Again, that's kind of the theme for tonight is just pedal to the floor, nonstop, in your face, and, you know, since Konami's in this, we'll say it kick you in the face action.
0: It's always amazing how Konami is able to execute her moves. And often she does these in mid- in midair. Uh, this match was very solid with great pacing. The moves were executed very well. The interesting roll up made me think of a rolling stone because of the way it just kept going. Especially the stone from Indiana Jones. I'm not sure if you uh, you can or can't there you go. insert that. I the...
2: want those two clipped together. Yeah. So the Indiana Jones Indiana scene Jones. with yeah. those
1: two rolling as the yeah, boulder. Yeah, as the, the boulder. Yeah. From yeah.
0: There were just so many rolls. Uh, but overall, it was a good match. I, I enjoy watching Saya as, as she grows along with the twins. It's our fourth match of the night, and it's a singles match between
1: Arissa and Starlight Kid. Kid does mention that today's card has been changed. We're on that later.
2: Yeah we shoot back to Starlight's locker room who says today's card was changed. And now I have a singles match with Arisa. This is Arisa's first singles match since she returned. It's my second time facing her, but the first singles match. As a ring second, I always see her sharp kicks. I want to avoid those kicks and beat my senior, I'll do my best. We then shoot to Arisa who says, hello there, Arisa Hoshiki here, Today's my first singles match since returning. This match was put together suddenly, but it's a good opportunity. Actually I've had many opportunities lately and I'd like to make the most of this. I want to get stronger and stronger. Yay. And I'm with you. I I, I miss Arissa.
1: Yeah, I, I think I accidentally cut that already, but yay, Arissa's back. <laughs> Intro's out of the way and middle aged Rev kicks off this match with Arissa teasing the I'm taller than you spot. Great trading of arm drags and takedowns to lead into the match and showed that they are evenly matched at the beginning, and Arissa hasn't missed too much since she's been away. You could tell as she's moving kid around the ring that she's kind of taking it easy relatively mm-hmm. her corona from kid to make Arissa land in the ropes for the connecting 8166 that whole sentence there don juan if you're listening i hope you have a chuckle followed by the standing moonsault and a stiff sounding northern lights cutter that saw Arissa immediately grab the back of her head i hope she's okay from that one Arissa has her foot meet kid up on the top turnbuckle but kid still manages to fly a flying crossbody to get herself out of trouble, elbows in the corner, and you could still see Arissa go to nurse the back of her head a little bit, but we do get some cheeky slaps back and forth. But as Kid takes the opposite corner to splash Arissa, Arissa just plants her feet in her face. That's all you gotta do. Double corner assisted knees to Kid's back, followed by a pin that only gets the two. Kid with a weird-looking DDT off the second rope bounced into a sleeper. Also, it was pretty neat. Not willing to wait out the sleeper, Kid sets Orissa up in the corner for a top rope moonsault, but Arissa manages to slide out of the way of it.
2: Kid's starting to get really good with the combos.
1: Yeah, she is. The wait time between them is getting shorter and shorter.
2: Yeah, she's like spamming the buttons you know
1: A few sneaky roll-ups from Kid, but Arissa keeps breaking them. As Kid is going for the Northern Lights, Arissa breaks away and connects with a kick to Kid's face. Running Shiny Wizard to Kid from Arissa.
2: Not the shiniest of wizards, but close.
1: Yeah, it was still pretty shiny. Yeah. It was very reflective. Yeah. Body kicks and a running knee to the jaw of Kid, and just like that, it'd be it for me. Because, uh, yeah, no. That, you think you would have made
2: it this far? <laughs> yeah.
1: It was enough to beat Kid and get the three in 617. So, I mean, her too. Yeah. Good match. You could tell that Arissa still has some ring rust in the singles world. But I wouldn't tell that to her face-to-face. and Beat the crap out of me. Uh. But she's taking it slow to make sure that she's doing it right by the wrestlers and the fans.
2: I just have to say, and I want to preface this because I, I don't want to be negative. When I saw this match on the card, I think my expectations immediately went to ten to ten. Oh, and ten since out they, of ten. Yeah, ten out of ten. But since they only delivered about a seven out of ten, it's technically a disappointment. But like, no, it w- it wasn't a disappointment. Go in with your expectations a little more tempered, and you'll see this is a really good. Especially for her first singles match back. Really good.
1: We are not saying it's bad by any
2: no. means. It, it was just not as good as I thought an Arissa and Starlight match could be. And hopefully will be. Hopefully we'll see him running back again at some point in the future.
0: I thought that uh, the move that I saw that really interested me was that, that knee kick that she did. The Muay Thai move. Mm-hmm. I was pretty impressed by seeing that. Other than that, it was great moves. Uh, well executed. Again, pacing has been pretty good so far. So it's just to help me to enjoy the show a lot more.
2: Speaking of Muay Thai, can we can we get a a return video of Arisa and Sepultura?
1: Maybe
0: we also need something with a chair because there was a chair involved in this these matches.
1: Okay, so this is where the show starts to split in two here as we go into our first title match of the show with Utami defending her Pro Wrestling Eve international title against B. Priestley. Oddly, just like the previous match Two Stars members had, this one has two QQ members. And with that knowledge under your belt, we're all left with the burning question of will Utami talk before the match?
2: No, Momo's going to steal her. No, just <laughs> We show to B who says, Hi, good timers. Today is my first match back, and this will be my fifth stardom tour. And I am wrestling fellow QQ member, Utami. Last tour I was here, she beat my very good friend Viper for the pro wrestling eve belt. Shout out to Viper. Piper's back.
1: Oh, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. I'd splice, but... But...
2: They know. If they know, they know. Yeah. So I have to watch out for her power and strength, but regardless of the outcome... Everyone knows Queen's Quest is the best. Utami does speak and she says, "Big match today in Nagoya. It's my first defense of my Eve International belt. I face fellow QQ member B Presley. I think it will be a tough match and I'll just do the best I can against B. I think B is one of the toughest foreign wrestlers today, but I'm going to defend my belt. I forgot that B was even gone, <laughs> but she's been gone for a little bit now storyline-wise." Right. So it's good to see her coming back. I'm a big B. Presley fan. Spice, There's definitely spice a t- in the, spice in the window.
1: There's definitely a time dilation for us, of uh, where sometimes time speeds up and slows down depending on what episode we're on.
0: You're making this sound like a black hole, and we're sitting at the event horizon. Well,
1: it is Matt's place.
2: I'm, I'm in space. Space
0: Tiger Junior.
1: Lots of mutual respect to start this match off with middle aged refs.
2: Before we start, okay, I finally accomplished it. You do? I found out somebody's theme song. Whose is it? B's theme song when she comes out is "Blasphemy" by Breaming Horizon. I actually have this song on my. Nice. <laughs> Still need to know Viper and Jamie Hater's stardom themes.
1: Comments below. Let us know. Yeah. Lots of mutual respect to start off this match with middle-aged refs. Start standing off to the side, looking confused for some reason. What What was going on here? Lockups, wristwatches, elbows, and combination locks to start us off between these two ladies until the page is quickly changed by B with a her Karana. As Utami is making her way back inside the ring, B catches her and gets her tied up in the ropes for a flying dropkick. Utami gets to show off some of her strength with a shoulder block and some power slams. B is just quicker than her and is more technically sound. B does have that awesome arm stomp that looks amazing and follows it up with some arm work. Logic! And with that logic comes B working to focus on the arm of Utami throughout the rest of this match. And Utami feels it too. She manages to get in an arm drag as B is coming off the ropes, but she immediately goes to nurse that arm afterwards.
2: Yeah, it's really good that she mentioned the fact that Utami was so powerful in the promo and then works to take that power game away. It's just nice continuity.
1: Russian leg sweep to B after a splash in the corner, but B musters up enough strength for a hip toss to Utami for a pin attempt. As the ladies are trying to get to their feet, they start trading elbows with each other. Because Sharon is caring. B gets in a different looking crossface style submission. Utami sells it like death. And then she turns it into a crossbow looking hold until Utami makes the ropes for a break. bother. B is willing to let Utami use the ropes as she pelts her feet into Utami's chest on the (laughs) bottom rope. Utami is dragged over to the corner and B starts to go up top. But Utami is up and meets her up there. Struggling back and forth, and Utami ends the exchange with a lariat out of a chokehold to B. Great looking jaw from B to Utami to get out of the headlock. Middle-aged ref looks on in confusion after a two count. B leads Utami to the corner and bounces her way up to the top turnbuckle to plant her feet in Utami's chest. Double thumbs up on this. This is followed by a curve stomp, but try as she might, B can't get the three out of all that after giving some elbows b is caught by utami for a quick torture rack but b saves herself by turning it into a spinning ddt the ladies double clothesline themselves in the middle of the ring and middle-aged ref starts giving it the count and at 1404 we have a no contest as both ladies couldn't make the count and i think this is the first time we've seen that in stardom now i know this match is a lot slower than most of what we're used to and i think this has a lot to do with utami being in the match as she is a bit of a brawler and less concerned with high flying moves like the other ladies do and all of this is absolutely okay with me it's different from the rest and it gives b a chance to put on a different kind of match as well while it isn't my top pick of the night i had no problem watching this match from start to finish in one sitting for my notes and enjoyment
2: yeah it's weird to say that after we've said for every match prior to this that the pace was intense the pace was big but this match had a different kind of intensity to it but it in a good way like, I didn't know I needed this match until I saw this match. Both ladies put on an awesome show here, and I I would watch these two wrestle again and again and again.
0: Well, despite the double count out, it was it was an impressive match. I agree. The they appeared to be evenly matched considering how they went blow for blow. I'm I'm looking forward to see how they settle the score.
1: It's what I can only imagine is going to be chaos tonight with Oidotai of Huzuki, Natsu, and Kegitsu. Challenging for the Artist of Stardom Championship that's currently held by stars of Mayu, Tam, and Saki.
2: The the matches that I didn't, or I knew I wanted this match. This, this is three matches in a row now that are just, you know they're going to be bangers after seeing, just seeing them on the card. We shoot over to Tam who says, we've come to Nagoya International Conference Hall. We won these belts here last September, do you remember? Mayu says, of course we remember. Someone makes some weird noises off camera. I don't know who, don't know what the noises were. They were just weird. Tam says, Mayu and Saki were so helpful, and I was able to win this belt. Today, let's build on our momentum, and I'll protect Mayu and Saki. And then we shoot to the audio tie Locker Room. And it's the audio tie Locker Room, so you know it's going to be weird. Keikitsu says, Nagoya International Conference Hall. It's a big show. We recently got a new member, and we are going for all the belts. I wasn't expecting the artist title match to come so quickly. Well, Anchan's not here. But we three fought together before she came to stardom. Maybe you want to see Anchan, but don't take this trio lightly, right, Natsu? Natsu says, you want to complain about something? Well, thank you anyway for watching. And then Kigetsu says thank you. And then Natsu says, thank you for always watching. Thank you. Kigetsu says, thank you for paying monthly. Thank you. Hazuki is just trying not to burst out laughing. She is corpse facing she is holding her hand in front of her mouth. She's doing her best not to laugh here. Tell your friends to watch, Natsu. Tell them, Keigetsu. Anyways, as for the match, here you go. Good plug. Good. Pl- they did all but tell you how much stardom costs.
1: You too can figure out what Oidotai was talking about there with www.stardom-world.com for only 920 yen a month. How many yen? 920. That's not a lot of yen. I find that Oidotai promos that end up being quote normal the most comes off as extremely weird to me. Yes. Tai come out, and Hazuki and Kagetsu have their high speed and red belts respectively to add more gold showing up in this match. Before they get their dance in, Kagetsu looks to be checking the crowd out. Up close. Making up for that normalized promo, I see. Mayu and Tam make their way to the ring, and Mayu has her Women of Honor Championship with her also. There's so much gold out here. But that's awesome, though, because everybody's bringing out the championships that they have individually, as a team, everything. Do it. More. Yep. Old Ref is standing by to call this match and is completely unfazed by Tam stretching next to him with the ring ropes. I still can't get up on the bottom rope myself. I have no idea how she's doing this. The bell rings and we are straight at it with Oidotai jumping stars with a surprise rush and straight to the outside. The worst part of all this being how Hazuki is tearing them chairs up with Mayu. Yeah. We do get some nice crowd shots in this match and we can see that this place still has room to spare. Their time will be coming soon as far as more crowd coming. Kegetsu has Saki on the outside and is choking her with the entire streamer pile. Good. Back in the ring and we finally have a match starting as we cut to Mayu catching Hazuki in what looks to be the start out of a crucifix pin but changes into a rollout. Mayu was in control until she finally stopped to look around and noticed that no one from Stars was there with her. This allows Hazuki to soften her up for Natsu to come in. Natsu gets the crowd lively and hits the laundromat on Mayu. Just as I was about to ask where Kigenzu was, here she comes to join Hazuki in some great-looking tag team wrestling. When Kigenzu steps out, Hazuki starts to make Mayu humble in the middle of the ring while Natsu works to keep Stars out of the ring. Hazuki is just taking advantage of the situation and going to town on Mayu with the boots and the bottom rope. Well, would you look who it is? It's Saki! Is she gonna help Mayu? And of course not. She's just gonna stand there on the corner and do nothing until Mayu crawls out for her tag.
2: You're saying that she was holding onto the tag rope and doing what she was supposed to do and that's a bad thing?
1: You can't even let Oido Tai beat you up properly as you lay in a double bulldog to Natsu and Hizuki and a great look getting her karana to Kigetsu. Somebody needs to do something about
2: this woman. Uh she just came in and saved the match. Cause she is Savior Saki. Mm.
1: Two count from old ref as Saki tried to pin Hazuki after a spinning arm drag and boot to the head. She double underhooks Hazuki for a slam, and that's all her patience can allow to assist stars as Tam comes in to gymnastic her way to clean cleaning house against Hazuki and Natsu. It turns into trading elbows in the ring, and while I think Hazuki is tough. I'm not sure Tam is the right one to have this exchange with. No. Stiffness trading as the ladies run the ropes on each other, but Oedotai is there to help Hazuki out. Hazuki jumps from the outside apron to springboard a drop kick and lays in the crossface right after. After a good bit of struggle, Tam finally makes it to the ropes, but Hazuki tries her best to make her pay for it until Tam lays her out with a spinning boot to the face. And who is Tam able to tag in? Mayu, of course, as Saki clearly doesn't want to go head to head with Kigitsu. It's all good, though, as this clearly looks like the beginning of something between the two again. No spoilers, as Oedotai just starts taking turns on poor Mayu. That is, until Tam comes in to help and clearly forces Saki to come along with her. Back and to the left. Tam assisted gut-wrench suplex to Kagetsu from Mayu, and I don't think this will get all the praise it deserves.
2: It'll never get old, either. It's so fun to watch.
1: Oh, absolutely. Mayu up top for Kagetsu to wrestle Old Ref leave old ref alone right kegatsu kicks mayu out of the ring and oido tai just fly out to the outside
2: to lay everybody out that is the cleanest double dive to the outside i think i've ever seen
1: natsu sets up mayu for the oido coaster and kagetsu hits it but saki interferes as she wants the pin all for herself
2: you're saying saki saved the match mm. once again save your saki
1: Dragon suplex to Kegetsu after some help from Tam, but Hazuki breaks up the pin and things are still up in the air for who has the upper hand here. Oedotai tries to gain it by having Natsu come in to help. Nice set of suplexes from her to Mayu that doesn't get the pin. She goes for something but sits Mayu down for a shiny wizard. Mm -hmm. Natsu doesn't get enough credit for her wrestling. I'm just going to put that out
2: there. Yeah, we brought it up before in the past, but you put her in a serious wrestling situation and she shines
1: for example she does a lifting ddt package that looks phenomenal and safe mm. i think she's the only one that does that yeah i must have looked away because natsu and has mayu up on the top and a struggle is happening to put natsu back down on the mat miss Mule kick mayu is shoved into old ref but something happens and kegitsu miss natsu
2: Misses. <laughs> not missed missed
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Tam flies to the moon, and it somehow turns into surround sound mule kicks. What is happening here? Wrestling. Mayu up top for the best-looking top rope moonsault, and lands it like a feather on the Natsu for the three in 1615. Damn nice trios match that saw everyone except Saki look good. And I'm happy to see old ref hold the hands of stars up as he was forced into wrestling Oidotai himself in this match. So, kudos to him too. Give that man a mini belt for his troubles. It's not the main event, but we get some post-match stuff in the ring as my U calls
2: out the wrong city. Well, first, I agree that Saki was, did not look good in this match. She looked great. She saved the match on multiple occasions and got the win for stars when it was needed. Also, I was going to do like a whole breakdown on the different color myths in wrestling and stuff. But correct me if I'm wrong, OSW's already done that, right?
1: They did some of it when they covered uh, Muda. And yeah. this was, I want to say, around like episode 40-ish.
2: Yeah, shout out to OSW.
1: Potato.
0: Second time where fighters don't waste any time, just jump right in. Apparently, poor chairs, get involved in this one again. Another one bites the dust. There was a lot of action in this match, in and out of the ring. I'm thankful, though, that there was priority to one at a time, so you can focus on one. It made made catching the other brawls pretty interesting. All the athletes were fierce and intense, and they were wearing each other out. As always, all these ladies were solid in their execution of the moves, uh, both technically and... Also in however flashy manner they chose to go about it. But I enjoyed this one.
2: Yeah, I want to see combinations of these six people wrestle each other over and over and over again. I cannot wait for an A-Hazuki versus Tan match. I I, I really want that.
1: Well, good news for you, Matt. There was a lot of story going on post-match here. And for those that don't know, this is the show that starts it off until the end of the year in December. And we're in February, right? Yeah. We have an 11-month story that just began tonight at the show. Yeah.
2: So, Mayu gets on a microphone, and it says, Asaka! "Osaka, Osaka! Osaka." Yeah, there you go. Crowd all laugh. Oh, uh, Nagoya! Good evening. Tam, good evening. Tam says, good evening back, because she's polite. Mayu says, Saki, good evening. Saki says, good evening back, because she's also polite. Mayu, our third Artist start Stardom title defense was successful. Our third title defense... Once upon a time, I was a member of Tawashi's? Sure. Okay. And we had a record of four. Being a long term artist champion has proven to be difficult. But I hope we can defend these shiny belts as long as we can. Nagoya, thank you for your support. Thank you for today. Then Kegetsu grabs the mic and says, Congrats on your third defense. But it's all part of our plan. Just like an evil genius would say. Today was just a practice match, right? As you all know, we've added a new member to Odeotai. Andreas, Sama, Anachan, joined Odeotai. It's really Anachan, Hazuki, and myself that plan to take those belts. It's different. Wait, wait, Natsu. <laughs> you can go for another belt. Because Natsu was very sad. She's covered in the mist. She doesn't even get the belts. It's a great, great moment here. There's a strategy for Odeotai to get all of the belts. For your fourth defense, let the real Odeotai team face you. Keep those belts warm for us. You thought today was dangerous. You'd better be careful. And then we have Konami and Izumi coming out of nowhere. And they say, hang on, Odeotai. Good match. Hazuki, I want to challenge you for that high-speed belt. Azumi says, wait, just a minute. You beat me at Korokyo and Hall, but let me have a chance at revenge. Hazuki says, do you even understand the story right now? We're talking about the artist belts. Well, anyways, separately, you guys aren't worth my time. I'll give you a three-way high-speed title match, but be ready. The result will be the same. I really want to see that match. Mayu gets the mic and says, I'd tell them to leave, but they already left, which they had, and she continues to say, we heard a lot of talk, Kigitsu, but you're just a sore loser. This game was just practice. Of course you're going to say that, right? Oh, well. It's the three of us from Stars standing here in the end. Who's ready to finish up?
1: Yeah, there's a lot going on in this show. Buckle up, it's time for our main event as we see Jungle Kiona challenge Momo for the white belt.
2: We shoot over to Jungle who does the Jungle intro and says, Finally, by the way, if you want to see a good rendition of the Jungle intro, check out this video here.
1: Oh, well done, sir.
2: She says, Finally, Jungle Kiona is back in Nagoya for our seventh big show here. It's all about a singles belt. I have a chance to win the belt, the white belt. I don't want to miss this chance. I want to take this belt. The era of Momo Watanabe is over. The era of Jungle Kiona starts now. Let's go Jungle Jungle. Then Momo says, today is my 11th defense, and I can break the record for most defenses. To be honest, I'm more nervous than usual. I've been a little bit worried, wondering if I could lose today. But even here in her hometown, Nagoya, I'll overcome the pressure and beat her. I want to win and break the record. I'll do my best.
1: I love the entrances here and the backstage camera work that went into all of this. You obviously don't get this at a live show, but it adds to the big time feel for those watching at home if they couldn't make it to the show themselves. Old ref is moving people around the ring as Momo is starting to get ready to come out. I just wanted to note that he's changed shirts on us again, bid show. Well done. Must have been the mist. (laughs) Grand entrances out of the way and the ladies start off with the wave of old rep's magic hands. And I appreciate that it was an actual handshake instead of the overplayed gotcha moment here. Yeah, yeah. The ladies start off by testing each other out with grapples, headlocks, reversals, and tests of strength. The stalemate isn't broken until Momo gets in some killer back kicks. This includes both eating shoulder tackles, elbows, and drop kicks as well. There was a point in this where Momo blocks a lariat from Jungle with a kick. That looked like it would sting a bit. Jungle then finds an opening to start going over the right leg of Momo. Because she doesn't want that happening again. And boy does she go after it. Mean look a dropkick to her leg while it's in the ropes. There's an exchange in the corner after Momo dodges a corner charge from Jungle. Jungle gets the better of it and when she has Momo's leg, she turns around and drops off the ring apron to use the middle rope. Leg bar number two to Momo, and she is flopping around to find that rope. She finally does, but it doesn't stop Jungle from still going after it. Big running boot to Momo's face while she's in the bottom rope. Jungle doesn't seem to be letting up here. Momo finally counters with a dropkick and puts Jungle in the corner for another couple of them. And they're just as snug. As Momo seems to be working on a full comeback, you can see that this is starting to have some problems with the right leg of hers. Uh, There's a point where she curb stomps Jungle in the corner, but it's not quite the same here. That's okay. She makes up for it with quantity in this case. From the middle rope, we have a flying dropkick and Jungle falls outside. But she's up fast enough to catch Momo for a powerbomb and she lays her into the ring apron. Holy crap. Yeah, not me. And I'm not the only one that thought this was big. Stardom actually did a slow-mo replay a couple of times. And I think this is also a first for us.
2: Definitely a first for us, if not for them.
1: Osaka Crab in the middle of the ring, but Momo still has enough to make it to the ropes. She kicks Jungle out of dragging her and as soon as she's up, lands a foot to the face. Rightfully, Old Ref is there to check on Jungle. Side throw rock bottom to Jungle isn't enough to get the three and Momo goes up top, only to be met by Jungle. The two ladies struggle for dominance for the turnbuckle and Jungle wins with a scoop slam from the top followed by a running drop down lariat to Momo's back. Jungle with a splash from the top and straight into the sharpshooter. After a long struggle, Momo finally makes the ropes for a break. Jungle is trying to grab her for a gut wrench suplex, but Momo is trying to hold on to the bottom rope for dear life at first. Some struggling, and Momo manages to get in some offense. She barely misses the running knees, but she didn't miss the whirlwind of sweeping head kicks, followed by the connecting running knees. Not even a two count, and Jungle is up with the lariat for Momo's troubles. They both meet in the middle with simultaneous fists. Old Ref starts the knockout count, and Momo is the first one up at nine and goes after Jungle in the corner. Jungle catches the flying knees of Momo, but Momo wants to be sure and does it again. But Jungle kicks out at two and 99 100s. Double underhook German from Momo to Jungle, and it was too much for Momo's lower back as she can't bridge the pin after the suplex. Old Ref is waving frantically at Momo to keep going because he doesn't want to count this one out. That's enough for Jungle to get up with a straight haymaker. She has Momo up in the corner for a jungle buster and connects, but Momo kicks out at two. Jungle picks her up for a gut-wrench bomb, but Momo reverses it into a peach sunrise for a follow-up hit, and Jungle kicks out at two. As Jungle is up and running for the lariat, Momo catches her arm and turns it into an octopus hold. Right? Yep. Okay. Jungle makes the ropes for the break, but Momo is all over her. Until Jungle catches her for that missed powerbomb from earlier, but it's not enough. The crowd, the ringside wrestlers, and even old ref are at the edge of their seats for this one. Jungle is trying to get up top, and she flies. Momo rolls out of the way and is up to give a quick-release suplex for her troubles. Another brutal kick to the head of Jungle, and with the single underhook suplex, leave a comment below for what this, the actual name of this was, please. Momo gets the three in twenty-one twenty-three.
2: Phenomenal match. Uh, this is one of those matches to where, picture this, right? Weird dystopian future. Wrestling's been gone for years and years and years. You find a weird thumb drive. You put it in. This match is the only thing on it. You could build off a whole new branch of wrestling off of this, and I'd watch it every day of the week. Great job from both ladies. This is what I mean by when I earlier when I was expecting Starlight and Orisa to be a 10-on-10 match. This is the kind of match I was expecting. Kudos to both ladies.
0: Jungle really took her time as she focused on one of those appendages because she was really gotten onto her legs. She really went for that knee, though, too. Just about every move at the beginning focused on busting up some part of her leg, whether it was a tendon, a muscle, or a knee or whatever. Um, There was some weird leg bar. I, I couldn't tell what it was. While Jungle worked on Momo's lower half, it seemed like she went the opposite and worked on the upper half. Momo jumped jumped on uh, Jungle's upper half with some solid uh, drop kicks and continuous boots to the head and upper body. These two were pretty relentless. Understandably, considering that they were what they were fighting for. Watching Jungle crack Momo's back at the edge of the ring, it was pretty brutal. Um, there should be some headbanger with some rock, some heavy metal playing in the background for that one. Um, it's always painful when it happens. Any anyway, but you know what would be even funnier is if you could find as many moves like that as possible, put them all together, and arrange them to hit the beat. Uh, going uh, against the anvil song, you know what the anvil song is?
1: No, but I did something similar to this with Rise of the North Star, and I kept getting struck by them because only us and like maybe. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to get into that again.
0: These ladies did work really hard. They worked their butts off. They were shining stars in this ring, and the crowd knew it. Clearly, a must-watch. Can't wait for match of the night because yeah, I got a pretty interesting one for this one.
1: An amazing match that actually has a very unique description in our timeline, Matt. Does it? It's not the first time it's happened in Stardom, but it is in our timeline, and it definitely won't be the last. But this match actually has a star rating from Elser.
2: Oh how many stars
1: now take this for what you will but he gave it four and a half personally i think this deserved the full five or whatever his new top rating of 38 is yep as matt covered this is momo's 11th defense of the white belt and she now holds the record personally i think jungle should have won that's just me but this is the bitter saga of being a jungle fan from our timeline and on her in stardom just in general i've always felt that jungle has deserved a title run at some point overall I really enjoyed the show and the arena there in Nagoya. I wouldn't mind seeing more shows out of that place as I bet it's capable of holding more people than what we had on the show tonight. The first half of the show was all about getting the younger wrestlers some experience while not taking away from the veterans. The second half of the show was about getting straight to business and burning some barns down. I don't know what the original plans for the matches on the show were and it doesn't really concern me normally, but I happen to know what one of those matches was supposed to be. And Matt, you actually got to have to do some research for this show. Care to guess?
2: I don't have to guess. You already told me.
1: Yeah, I already told you (laughs) offline. We still have a good month before they show up. Now, that's in actual time, not in our time, so it'll probably be like, what, six, Six seven months? (laughs) Stardom announced on Twitter that these ladies were delayed due to visa issues or something about plans changing. Uh
2: (laughs) After all that wrapped up, Momo gets on the mic and says, My 11th title defense was successful. Thank you very much. This match, out of 11 title defenses so far, this was the toughest, the most fun, and the most dangerous. And I have to say, I agree with all three of those statements. Absolutely. Jungle Kiona, thank you for today. Nagoya, give your hometown hero a round of applause. And then she actually does a classy thing for Momo, because we know she doesn't like to do this. She gives up the mic to jungle for a second. Yeah. Jungle says, everyone, I'm sorry that I couldn't win for you. I think this ring reflects life. This is where I live. Because you cheer me, I can keep fighting, getting back up when I get knocked down. I can keep fighting even if I lose many times. Thank you for your support. Momo, I will never give up no matter how many times I lose. I will never give up until I become champion. Until then, please keep that belt. I will get another chance and seize the opportunity. Next time when I come back, please welcome me as your champion. Thank you very much for today. Momo gets back on the mic and says, I will be waiting for you any time." It was hot today, wasn't it? I was the one who won, so applaud for me too. (laughs) Thank you, the most defenses. For my next challenger, a name's come up, but I'm not going to say who it is yet. I want to defend the belt all the time. Thank you for your support. And then we get the QQ ending to wrap up the show. Nice little teaser there of we already know who's fighting for the white belt next, but you don't know. Right. So tune in so you can find out.
1: Tune in next time. Same face for wrestling time. Same face for wrestling channel. My match in the night is the main event. Jungle and Momo put on a spectacular match for everyone that proved the test of time. This match felt like it never went too long and was easy to watch while also pulling you in for what could have been a deserved title change. That being said, I have an honorable mention for the Hanan versus Hana match. Still getting tongue-tied on that. I covered it already, so rewind it to here. I'll put the timestamp below. And give us some more listen time here on YouTube. Trying to collect those hours now. But I just wanted to give it another mention.
2: Yeah, my match of the night, I mean, it's not even close to the main event. Shout out to the Six Lady tag. It was also awesome. But the main event was just, it was on a whole different level.
0: You guys will probably be pretty surprised. My match of the night, I'm going to say this isn't my match tonight because you guys have already identified that the final match was really excellent enough to be deemed the match of the night. But I didn't choose that one because it was the most obvious one and I wanted to spread the love on this one. So for me, it's a tie between the Hanan and Hana match and the Izumi and Konami versus Natsuko and Saya match because both were great. <laughs> <laughs> Both were great technically. The pacing was great. Hanan really looked good in her match with Hana. It's always great seeing Azumi and Konami go at it. But I also, I'm, I'm turning into a Saya fan.
2: Fair. I agree with you to an extent. I think anything from the B-Utami match on could have been a choice for a match of the night. Not hating on the stuff before that. It's just they gave us four phenomenal matches in a row that like, any, anything could have been the match and would have been the match of the night at any other show. Show was great overall. Yeah. But the coveted title, Hill of the Night. Tonight I I mean there was really only one person that I could give it to. She took someone's name. It, it's no surprise. It's Hanan again. <laughs>
1: That's right. I mean, stole was going someone's around name. It. I I wonder if on the next show I hope on the next show the title card
2: says mm. Dr. the wife who is your Hill of the Night.
0: My heel of the night was Hana, because without a doubt, she was not playing around. Very nonchalant about her opponent and the match she was in. Don't get me wrong, she did a fantastic job making short work of her opponent, but she really did it in such a cocky way. But wait, I have another one, because I thought that Sumiri, I think that's her name? Natsu. Natsu? Natsu. Okay. Uh, Natsu, she really went for it too, with that washing machine move. That's true. And later that crotch buster. (laughs) i mean that was pretty brutal um so i mean kicking someone between the legs like she did in the corner i think that that really should that get that should get matched uh heel of the night there
2: speaking of that since you're giving her the honor of heel of the night as well shout out to probably one of mine and waldo's favorite most underrated tag teams getting back together for a one of and pro wrestling eve natsu and sasha Marsh martina that's right i gotta I i gotta patch
1: that in here yeah I'm actually gonna find a way for us to watch that. Yeah. And depending on when it is and what time it is, we may we may live stream the audio in the background. Can't wait for it. Cause now we got both of them back together. Yeah. Walter, who is your hill of the night? God dang it, Saki. How are you gonna be on the show in a match, be on the winning side of it, and barely show your face? What are you doing over there? Terrible. Saving the day. I'm Waldo, and that's it for me. I'm the man, and I'm back to the wife. Be sure to catch us on all the usual places within social media at Face Wrestling on the quarter and Facebook, and also at knock to the Wife now. Did comment below and let us know how we're doing. You can catch the audio version of this episode on the SoundCloud and iTunes. Don't forget to start to kick the subscribe button here on the YouTube, and as always, check out www.startofactionworld.com where you can get some amazing wrestling action for only nine hundred twenty a month. You. 920. audio. Don't forget, everyone is different and everyone is good.